Family from the Heart podcast episode number 311. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Lives for which they were created. Yeah, I still don't know what mine is. <laughs> like, I feel that way a lot of times. Really? I that, do. that shocks me. Yeah. I think you are living the life for which you were created no. at this moment in time all the time. I totally believe that and know that. But sometimes I think that I'm... No. All the time I know that I'm supposed to be doing more. That's the part that I don't know what it is yet. Well, then maybe that means that you're not supposed to be doing more now. I know. I, I know. I'm just saying sometimes I get wrapped up in the... Sometimes you mean... Is this t- really... Is this seriously? I spend so much time driving. Is this really all I'm made for? (laughs) (laughs) This is exhausting. Why me? Yes. No, so yeah, I get that. And sometimes I get caught up in what am I supposed to be next? Or you know, not that I'm changing who I am, but what what is what are the next things that I'm called to do? Yes. And sometimes the the next thing that I'm called to do is to do what I'm called to do now. Now, yeah. Does that I, make sense? It does to me. <laughs> you know, it, it, it all comes down to this thing. When I started this business, everybody's like, you know, you, what's your five-year plan? And I, I, to this day... We still don't have a five-year plan. To this day, I do not have a five-year plan. I don't have a five-year plan for my personal life, for my professional life, anything. I don't have a, I don't have a five-year plan. In five years... Two of our children will be out of high school. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. Let's not think about five years from now. (laughs) I want to live in the right now. I wonder, though, is it valuable? I mean, obviously, I think there's some value in thinking about it. It's not to say that I don't have dreams for five years from now and things that I want to achieve and and stuff like that. And I do. So I've thought into the future. But, you know, as far as saying this is definitely, I know hands down, this is what I want to accomplish in the next five years and everything I'm going to do over the next five years is going to be towards this goal or this picture of what my life will be. Right. And I believe it's possible to do those things. But the question is, is, and I know that we, and I know those things don't have to be set in stone. Right. Can you move that ginormous picture of yourself? It's quite distracting, <laughs> not only to me, not only to you. All right, here, here, I'll, I'll take. Th- it. Thank you. You're welcome. So much, so much better. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I didn't even know that was up there. I know. I was playing around with iOS eight. Yes, you were. So, but anyway, back to this thing. Five years from now, I, I think there is value in dreaming about what you know. What do you know? What will life look like five years from now, or what do I want it to look like? Right. Five years from now. And as long as we don't set it in stone. But there are some times when you think, well, I have no idea. And so while I think it's valuable to think about a five-year plan and I think it's valuable to set goals and and understand, let's move towards those things and adjust if we feel necessary as we move forward. What I don't think is, is healthy is if we start feeling bad about ourselves because we don't know what we want five years to look like yet. Okay, 
I get that. Got it. I do. Yeah. I get that. I, I think I think it's okay to not know. Right. And yeah, it, 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 yeah, the, the the feeling that we have to know that or that Damn. we Yeah, so anyway. But we then don't. but then all of a sudden it's like you may get hit with some kind of inspiration and say, "Hey, that's it. This is something I want to accomplish. Right. I this is what I want to do. And then that's when you create that five-year right. plan. And it's not necessarily it has to be written out. It's just, wow, right. let, let's dream what it might. It, you know, I had an 18-month plan mm-hmm. when we came and visited the Arling House model home for the very second time. For the very second time. <laughs> you like that? I did. Yeah. I, I dreamt that day. What it would be like. What it would be, li- what it would be like to live in the home that we're in right now Mm -hmm. and it was it was 18 months into the future and the only thing is is that instead of i did not picture us sitting in this space right here i dreamt us sitting in that space over there because the bonus room did not exist at that time when i dreamed that so that's where you know if, if if we stick if we say here's my 18 month plan and nothing can change it then i'm sorry this this room right here with all these windows and all this wouldn't light have wouldn't have happened, existed right, right. <sighs> anyway. anyway so what's going on in your life stephanie so so much it's going yeah so much. okay my our kids are keeping me busy okay um i'm forever grateful that um matthew is not really interested in doing something outside of the house although i do think he needs to do something more productive as his mom, that's a constant, you know, thing in my mind. He needs to be. Do- What's the matter? Have you seen my water bottle? Upstairs on the counter, I think. Oh no, there it is. Never mind. You're gonna like make that whistling noise, aren't you? This whistling noise. Yeah, that's so aggravating. Anyway, so um, seriously, if Matthew wanted to do something outside of the house, I literally would not be here. Um, we had. On Monday, we had um, the cleaning service come in and, and vacuum and dust and all stuff for the first time. And they called and they said that they were on their way. How do they get into the house? And I said, oh, I'll actually be there for like 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was here for 40 minutes and I got dinner ready and then I had to go um, pick somebody else up and... Um, then I came back and I was here for an hour and then it was time to leave again. And I'm just, if Matthew did something outside of the house, I would literally never be here. Right. Ever. So <laughs> I know what you're talking about is not being here, but I'm totally distracted by the fact that you just said that the the cleaning people called you to say that we're coming. How do we get in? Did they call you or did they text you? I'm I'm wondering. Well, I was driving. They called me. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, um, I find it interesting because recently I've been working with contractors on uh, things related to the old house. Yes. You know, we had uh, painters uh, painting that that house. That's all been completed. We had um, we had uh, a, 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 you know, a kind of handyman kind of contractor mm-hmm. guy come and install a closet door and some other things. And one of the things that was interesting is all of our communication, all of my communication with them. Uh, with the exception of an initial phone call to talk and introduce ourselves, everything else was handled by by text message. That's awesome. Now, the plumber who installed all the plumbing in our home today happens to be here in our studio right now. He's yes. replacing some piping on our uh, hot water heater. 
and and today he is that what's leaking yes okay yeah he's uh he, um he sent me a text message this morning is it okay for me to That's come by this morning and i think he's probably shocked at how how many texts i sent him back <laughs> and everything it's because i had my keyboard and it was on yeah. my desktop but anyway but i i just find that it's, it's funny i'm I never. The thought, world is shifting. You know, I thought text messaging was things that you know in a long time ago that only kids did, teenagers. Mm-hmm. But now we're having professional. I prefer it. Conversations with people, and yes, yeah, so do I. I prefer now. If you text me and you don't get a answer for like two hours, it's because I'm driving. Right. And you know, I have the little AT and T. I don't text and drive thing on the back of the car, so therefore, I probably should not be texting and driving. Yeah. Um, if it's appropriate. My kids text for me while I'm driving quite a bit. Do you want to see something awesome? What? Watch this. Are, are you ready? Sure. Hey, Siri. Text Stephanie. Hello. Yes. All right. Now, of course, I, I don't think that the... I think probably is just like long, awkward silence there for a moment. Okay. Uh, but what happened was Siri was responding to me. I did not touch anything and... Right. But Siri likes you. Yes. Siri does like me. Siri hates me. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I'm taking it personal. Siri hates me. But did you see what I just did there, though? Yes, I mean, you just I, I really wish. Now, how does that gonna work in the car with my Bluetooth? And like, will that yeah you, be messed up? You know, yeah. So, um, because I, I tried to use Siri for texting when we first got it with the you know anyway, and so it's just weird. Yeah, but I prefer texting. Anyway, one of the new, one of the new features. Though, you want to talk to me? Text me. Yeah. One of the new features in iOS 8 is if it's plugged into power, your phone is plugged into power, it's constantly listening for you to say, hey, Siri, and she'll beep here in just a second. Oh, isn't that lovely? Yeah. Anyway, she didn't beep that time, but no. it's supposed to do it all the time. Anyway, fun stuff. <laughs> it's because I'm in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. So, uh, but yeah, I got your hello text. Exactly. It's, it's interesting. So, yeah, iOS 8. There's some other things that's cool about iOS 8 recently. Yeah, there's some really cool thing. My husband told me not to get it because it's got glitches. There, there's a couple little glitches. <laughs> oh, I'll wait. Probably, yeah, but, I guess I'll just wait until I get my new phone, which will be a few weeks. So Yeah. But you can send auto audio messages. You know how you could click a little microphone and it would, yeah. and it would transcribe for yeah. you? Well, now you can actually send short little audio clips. So Very I, good. Yeah, you hear each other's voice. But we had the ability to do that with a private messaging app that we use. Yes. So then um, that that defeats, that, that defeats the purpose of texting. What? If I have to actually listen to your voice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm uh, just kidding. But um, no, I text all the time. You asked me what was on with my life and then we got totally sidetracked. Well, That's you, it, was, it was busy and then we it's went busy, down to and I'm this. always in the car and well, I'm always, I'm glad I love my car. Yeah. Yeah. She needs to be cleaned. Like we'll take her and clean her. Really bad inside and out. Take her up there and have and, her cleaned out. Because um, we spend, I spend a lot, I spend more time in the car than I do in the house. Yeah. Except for when I'm sleeping at night. But then again, I'm sleeping. Yeah. She needs to be cleaned. I think yes. you should go do that. Okay. Yeah, I'll just put that right on my schedule of things hey, to while do. while you're out. While I'm out. Um, I am going that way today. Maybe. Um, no, I am going that way today. I have to go get McKenna KT tape for her foot. Okay. Her foot's been bothering her. Um, this KT tape is like this magical stuff. 
um, it's a, it's a sports tape to tape up her foot and it just, um, adds support. It really doesn't look like it does anything. I'm not kidding. I'm going to have to tape a piece of my body because it looks like it's doing nothing, but both girls swear by it. They're like, no, I, I promise you, I really can feel that. And I, this is coming from Megan who is more able to, um, articulate what she is feeling in her body. And um, she's like, no, mom, seriously, I really can feel the support in my ankle. And so anyway, McKenna needs KT tape before her first basketball game tonight. Nice. Yes. Is that tonight? It is. What time? Five. Okay. So, um, which I was going to tell you about. The plan is, I don't know what time you wrap up um, Podcast Answer Man. Podcast answer man shouldn't be taking me too long. Um, I will need to come back and answer questions tonight, but I can go. Well, I know, but I that'll be like later. Um, well, you're going to do more than run and see the game. We're going to see the game, and then we're going to tonight. Will be our eat out night. Okay. Because the game's at five. That's fine. And so we'll just um, we'll go out to dinner, and then we'll come home, and you'll answer questions, and we'll do whatever we have going on, and which I don't even know what that is. Gotcha. Yet, but um, yeah, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> McKenna and playing basketball. This is going to be so much okay, fun. So she had, it's, um, it's intramural. It's non-competitive. It's really just, I think it's just for the older siblings to make fun of them. Oh, um, thanks. That's great. <laughs> because we went to, and, and I say that because McKenna is not the only one on the team who's never played basketball before. And, um, and you can tell the girls who have, and that's fine. But, uh, we go to pick her up from practice on Monday. And Megan is like, this is a train wreck. It is, um, it was just chaos. It was, they're trying, they're trying. Yeah. So they have their first game tonight. It's just like six weeks of a practice and a game. Yeah. And it sounds like fun. It, yeah. Yeah. It should be fun. Exactly. I'm waiting for Matthew to call. That's why I have my phone right here. Why are you waiting for Matthew to call? Because I'm just positive that he's going to call. I I don't think he is. You don't? No. I think he will. I think he'll call for ibuprofen. Oh, you mean just to bring yeah. him some ibuprofen. Yep. I thought you meant call to come home. I don't think oh, no. Gonna... He's going to want to come home <laughs> and I'll take him ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So Matthew told me last Thursday evening that um that his ear hurt. A little bit and I said okay well you know can you describe it to me and you know but um he said it just it's just it just hurts a little bit I'm like okay um Friday I asked him about it and he said it didn't hurt at all and then Sunday he woke up and he had like dried blood all around his ear and um took him to the doctor Monday morning he has um, an ear infection that set on so quickly that, and this is what the doctor said, it came on so quickly that it busted through his eardrum. And um, so he's been in quite a bit of pain all week as that is trying to heal and the infection, you know, ear infections are painful anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you have that on top of it and... um and so he's been he's been in quite a lot of pain. Well, in my exhaustion of running the girls around town and trying to take care of Matthew at the same time, the other night at dinner, I asked him 
if his hearing was any better out of his right eye. He says, no, mom, I can't hear out of my right eye. And so this is the girl's new joke. They keep asking Matthew if he can hear out of his right eye. Right. And I'm like, leave me alone. Be be nice to me. I'm tired. <laughs> but um, so I'm, I'm just, he took ibuprofen at 630 this morning. And it's been about four hours. So mm-hmm. I imagine he's going to start hurting again. Yeah. That's all. So what else is going on? <sighs> what else is going? Why is that orange over? Th- why is that light orange? Oh, the hue light I had um, disconnected from the thing and reconnected, and it turns orange when it does that. So you so that you know to go in and reprogram your light. Interesting. And I've let's not- talk about those hue lights. What about them? Last night I really wanted to turn on two lights in our room and dim them so I could read, but I didn't want to read in the dark. Yeah. So I turn the lights on, and I climb in bed. And I call my husband twice and he does not answer because apparently <laughs> this is a dead spot Yes, in your desk. And so then I'm sitting upstairs with the bright lights on and it was annoying. And then you come in and you're like, why do you have the lights on? <laughs> and that's why I have the lights on. But I'm thinking, what is the use of these lights, these fancy schmancy lights that you bought if I can't control them myself? Well, you can control them yourself. We can just put the application right there on your phone and voila, you're good to go. (laughs) Okay, Troy, that's not funny. What? (laughs) He says, Mom, can I stay home from school because... um, because my eardrum exploded? No. Dad, can I stay home from school to go to the movies all day? Sure. Now, first off, it was my call to let Matthew stay home from school all day to go to the movies because I thought that if the girls were going to the 1D concert, the 1D concert that Matthew shouldn't have to go to school. So that was mom. Thank you very much. And secondly, this is his first day at school this week. He's been home Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Exactly. So um, he's had antibiotics for three days. It's time for him to rejoin the world. Yeah. But... Yeah, dad's the one who said that he should have went to school yesterday <laughs> and mom, the softy, let him stay home. Yeah. So let's just get this story straight. Yeah, it's dad's the, like, it's send him other, back. It's the He's other way fine. around. <laughs> He's fine. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Suck it up, which is Walk funny. Walk it off. Because if you are sick, like the whole world is crumbling around mm. you. Yeah. You think you're dying. Yes. <laughs> when usually you just have like the sniffles. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You know so, I'm right. Yeah. So some interesting things happened in my world um, while uh, from the last time we recorded right. an episode. Right. You went to Nashville. Well, last week we talked about the fact that Dan and Joanne had uh, Miller had started uh, had stopped in to see us mm-hmm. to see our new place and to visit for a little bit on their way home from a trip that they were on. And while they were here, they just in passing mentioned some issues she goes boy i wish we had somebody like you in our area she didn't just mention it in passing she flat out said hey if you're ever in nashville (laughs) is that what she said yes which is what i love about her she's like well that's what we need yeah yeah she said so anyway but they had purchased a sound bar right for their hd tv and they had gotten a new blu-ray player and stuff like that and and so um anyway they had an issue where the way that they had it connected, the if the TV is up and the sound bar is up together on the volume, 
there's a slight delay between the two, and so there's an echo. And if they had a problem where if you turn the TV volume all the way down and so that you can only hear the sound bar, well, the sound bar was being turned down as well. And they didn't know how to solve this issue, and, and you know they didn't know anybody they could call there in Nashville, which is crazy that... Um, the uh that you know that there's nobody in nashville tennessee that can right. help them with this but anyway well, i'm sure there are well there are but 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 you not know, that they know exactly up so anyway um you know they had mentioned that and and stuff like that and they said well you know we just live with it until whatever and 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 they just you know they right i mean they weren't asking hey cliff you no, want to follow know. It us was, home it was it was it was in joking it was when she came into your office and saw the setup and she's like well that's what we need yes exactly she saw the, she saw the studio. She's like, I bet you Cliff could help us with this. Mm-hmm. So anyway, then um, last week uh, is probably thir- actually it was Thursday. It was Thursday afternoon. I got an email from Michael Hyatt, and uh, it was actually Thursday morning that I got the email. Oh, okay. Uh, from Michael, I uh, know it was when I was say. Let me go back. Wednesday, I got an email from Michael, and on Wednesday he was telling me that he was having a problem with these microphones that he has plugged into his mixer. They were um, lapel mics that were condenser okay. microphones. The same ones. Remember the wired yep. microphone? We I think we used them one time for a lost podcast at the big table. Mm-hmm. And we did a video podcast. Anyway, those microphones. And he had uh, he had two of them. And they're lapel mics. So they're condenser and they pick up everything. They're designed to be on your shirt. And when you speak out, it's still, you're, you're, it's, it, it's so sensitive. It picks up your voice. Even though your voice is going traveling away, it's picking it up. Because it, it's that sensitive. Well, anyway, he was having an issue. He and his daughter were recording these video um, thing uh, stuff for his uh, platform university. Anyway, he and Megan, his daughter, were sitting next to each other. And they're sitting facing each other. And his volume was louder than her volume. And so he would turn down the gain on his microphone. And it would, still didn't change anything. And what was happening was that he's speaking directly into her microphone. Right. Uh, and in essence, you know, it's picking up his volume louder than it than is, it is her. hers. So anyway, I explained to him how these things work and that you're desi- they're designed for you to be a little bit separated uh, to be able to do that. And he goes, well, we sit right next to each other. And I said, well, here's what you do. You just use one of the microphones and set it somewhere in between you. Maybe, you know, kind of Velcro it to the top of your monitor or something like that. It'll pick up both of you at the same. And and so he's like, oh, wow, thank you so much. And, I, of course, I went into really great detail and, and stuff like that. It's probably spent about 90 minutes answering his email uh, just so that I made sure that everything was communicated well. And he was just, like, super happy. And then that night, he did a call with Dan Miller from his home setup. He has an office setup and a mm-hmm. home setup for his podcasting stuff. Anyway, um, he had some issues with that, and uh, Dan was saying your your call is muffled. I can just barely hear you. You sound, you know, it's hard to tell what you're saying. So Michael ended up calling by telephone. Now this is a completely separate issue. So Dan emails me Thursday and says, "Hey Cliff, do you want to be a hero?" And I'm like, well, sure. Tell me what's going on. And he goes, well, Michael called last night. He was having some technical difficulties and he explained what was going on. And I'm like, okay, so he's had two different things. I know Dan and Joanne has this stuff going on with their TV. I'm like, and so the first thing that I do before I respond to anybody is I start, I got, did I call you or text you? I think I called you. I called you. Yeah, you called me. So I called you and I said, hey. Which is good because I was driving. 
do you want to go to Tennessee this weekend, the whole family? And I figure we can make a weekend trip out of this, have a great time down in Nashville. And of course, you know, Megan had dance and you had a bunch well, of... So bunch did Jane. And Jane had dance. So there are other things going on. You said, but you could go. And mm-hmm. I think you said you could take Matthew. And looking back, I think I, I probably should have taken Matthew. No, I think you shouldn't have. He was already... He would have oh, been yeah. gone with that going on. Yeah, he had his ear thing. But if he didn't have that going on, I think it would have been a good experience for him to go. But um, anyway, so I emailed Michael Hyatt and said, listen, I'm going to come to Nashville unless it's inconvenient for you and solve all of your your issues with all your recording gear. Because right. he had his when Michael reached out to me originally, he's like, do you know anybody in Nashville that can help me with all of this right. stuff. And I said, there's plenty of people in Nashville. I don't know how many have the, you know, the, the know-how to work specifically with that equipment and, you know, the different kinds of equipment that you're using specific to what, you know, is in your setup. So, but, and that's why I offered to help him. But I, I realized this was a different thing. So I said, it, it, I said, I'm going to make an offer here. And before you refuse, because you think it might be inconvenient to me, let me tell you, it would be my honor. I've already worked this out with Stephanie. She's excited about the fact that I have this opportunity to help you. And if you're open to it, and it's not, and only if it's not inconvenient to you, I'd love to volunteer to come down this weekend and fix those things for you. He was blown away, and uh, I stayed at Michael and Gail's home Friday night and uh, had a great, wonderful conversation with them that evening. Had spent the morning with them, had breakfast with them, and then fixed their stuff. And then on Sat uh, on Saturday after that, I went over to Dan and Joanne's. Now, Dan, when I when I told Dan, I said, "Hey, Dan, just want to let you know, thank you so much for telling me about this opportunity. And by the way, I'll be finished up with Michael on Saturday afternoon. If you want, I can come over and fix your TV." Right. And he's like, "Well, gotcha. which was the first thing I said to you? Well, I can't go, but fix Dan's TV while you're down there." Exactly. And so um, Dan's like, well, gosh, if you're going to come, maybe I can get you to look at. I said, Dan, just do me a favor. Make a big list of all the things you want me to do. <laughs> did Dan make you a honeydew list? He made me a honeydew. He did. That's I, awesome. I, I said it in joking, but he literally <laughs> made me a list. That's awesome. It was great. So um, anyway, yeah, we. so I went down there and I fixed their TV. Maybe if I send my honeydew list to Dan and he sends it to you, it'll get done. <laughs> You think so? Maybe. I don't know. Your honey-do list has me poking holes in walls, and that's the whole reason why we have our plumber here. No, no, no. Help. I don't want to start with the plumber in the in the hole <laughs> in the wall poking because, Mr. <laughs> I should have looked at my thing when I knew I should have looked at it anyway. No, I didn't put... Mm. What? Nothing. You're going to want to jump over that topic. <laughs> okay. Moving along. <laughs> anyway, so I, I spent the day uh, helping out Dan and Joanne with their stuff, and... That evening, they had what? Siri, Siri! Oh my gosh! Hold on. Siri is actually trying to translate what I'm saying. She's checking on it. <laughs> Siri needs to get alive. You think so? I do. Anyway, so what was I saying? You were saying you had a honeydew list. Okay. But anyway, oh, Dan and Joanne had plans to go to this um, benefit benefit for a foundation called Narrowgate, which is, was celebrating their 10 years in 
in existence and and all the things that have been accomplished there it's a it's a kind of like a it's not a rehab as much as it is a, a foundation that helps young men uh, really connect with who they are and a, and, a, and a sense of purpose and direction in life who and and usually it's it's young men who are really struggling with you know you know starting to go down the wrong path in a very big way you know people who are uh, into drugs and alcohol and and making a lot of really horrible decisions that will send them down the wrong road so anyway it's called narrowgate anyway it they had this benefit for all to welcome all the people who had been a participant of contributing and stuff like that. And Dan is on the board and had sponsored a table at this dinner and invited a bunch of people. So when he learned I was coming in town, he got me an extra, he got an extra ticket at a table right next to his. And it was awesome. They, first of all, it was an exquisite meal. They had a filet mignon dinner Usually when there's these prearranged dinners, it's like, oh, this is going to be so horrible. I'm going to feel so guilty for not eating anything these people are going to feed me. Not the case at this dinner. It was awesome. And, by the way, the evening's entertainment, Jeremy Camp. So I was, I was, it was Very good. Very nice. The fun thing, though, is that this, this foundation, it, it's kind of like, um, it's, it's kind of like a summer camp, but it's all year round for these guys. And it's out in this 140 acre a uh, piece of land in Tennessee and it is a very christian focused everything and they have they even have a worship pastor who does worship music for them you know throughout the week and the guy who was their worship pastor was there at at this benefit and when he started playing he, he kind of was taking it easy but then right around the end of this one song the first song that he played he, he, the way he sang, like, with, I mean, I got goosebumps thinking about it. It dropped everybody's jaws, including Jeremy Camp. And, and, and I mean, he didn't do this, but it was like Jeremy Camp. And of course, Jeremy Camp's got an amazing he voice does. and ha- is an amazing performer. And Jeremy's face was almost like, and he looks over and he, and he does this gesture. And it was almost like saying, we're not worthy. You know, it's like, wow. And and here, this is a guy who you know performs for like six guys, right? You know, and and stuff like that on a weekly basis. But anyway, anyway, so yeah, that's what that was my weekend. Oh no, that's not my weekend. So Sunday morning, I decided to go to um, a congregational gathering of believers uh, at the gathering Nashville in Tennessee. That was the pastor uh, that uh, was led by my late and dear friend uh, David Foster, Pastor David Foster. His wife still runs that church today, and they. Ha- I went to their 1030 service, and I had lunch with Paula Foster and uh, their daughter Paige. So it was an amazing lunch, awesome opportunity to just have some great time. She's looking to create a platform of her own mm-hmm. uh, and uh, had some great conversation about how she could do that, and, and I had the opportunity to connect she- her Paula. Paula? Yes. Okay. So Paula so basically Paula has taken a lot of the stuff that David had done. Of course, David mm-hmm. had many followers of right. of whom we were two of them. And she's, you know, taken a lot of the fosterisms, you know, the the quotes that yeah. David would say all the time and stuff like that. And they're doing some good things on Facebook. I'm sure you've seen the pictures. I have. And uh with the quotes on it. And she created this thing called Fostering Hope. 
And that's to help, you know, draw people into, you know, you know, into this other things that she wants to highlight, which is a lot of it's, you know, the existing materials that David created. She's got access to all those manuscripts and stuff. So she plans on on keeping his message alive and moving it forward because it is a powerful message. Um, but she also wants to know, you know, is there a way that I can actually build my own platform Absolutely. with my own message? Absolutely. And if so, how can I use what I'm doing here that will help introduce some of those people who follow David into the stuff that I'm doing. And so there's some real, I gave her lots of thoughts on how that might look and what she could do. And, and I connected her with some, some people who can definitely help her in that area, taking it to the next level. So yeah, that was my weekend. That's awesome. It was, it was awesome. Just to thank you for the, by the way, you're welcome for allowing me to be able to do that. And it was, it was, Probably one of the most relaxing, fun, and rewarding weekends I've had in a in a very long time. Very good. You know, I just stayed here and did what I do. I drove <laughs> all weekend long. Yeah? Yes. I drive to the same four or five places well, over I, and I over and over I tried to get again. you to break away from it. I couldn't because the girls had... McKenna signed a contract. When she started Ballet Company... She signed a contract stating that she would only miss four classes between August and December. We've already missed one. Mm-hmm. It's only September. I mean, I can't. I, I can't. It wasn't. I get that. Okay. I get that. But I'm just saying that I just don't want anybody to think, well, Cliff, I would have loved, Cliff I, went and had this amazing rewarding weekend. No, no, no. I sent him. left his wife. I'm, you know, I would have been doing the same thing. Whether you were here or gone. Exactly. We wouldn't have been together either way. And you and I both know that. And we know that. And it's no one else's business. I understand that. And that's how I feel about that. Um, I didn't even use my filter. I know. Um, <laughs> but uh, so McKenna goes to a friend's house on Saturday. And um, oh, I got I got a tweet from um, from Chrissy that says that I should make up names for mine and McKenna's friend. You know, like I was telling the story last week. Yes. But um, I would, that wouldn't work for me. I'd still, I would be way confused. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, she goes to their house and on Saturday. It's supposed to be a sleepover. Yeah. I'm telling her on the way there, McKenna, I'm not coming back for you tonight. You've got to spend the night because both of these girls have issues where they start to get homesick and they want to sleep in their own bed. And they come home late at night. Um, it happens when Janie goes there. And it happens when her soulmate comes, comes here. here. It's just how it is. And um, and so we go over and like, we're good. I get a call at like 1030. No, it was like 10 o'clock because it was 1030 when I got there. I'm right in the middle of a movie. And I don't want to get up. <sighs> but I do. And I go get her because she says her belly hurts and her foot was bothering her really bad. And um, her belly hurt because she was hungry. <laughs> I'm just going to say she was hungry. Yeah. And I told her, just go get a snack. Just just go get something. But no. So anyway, I brought her home. And, um, and then Sunday afternoon, she went back for a play date. And so... I literally, I drive to the same four places all the time. I know. So anyway, what else is going on? 
what else is going on? What else is going on? I don't know. Megan still loves high school, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, really, really cool. I'm enjoying that. That she likes it. I don't know what else is going on. You know, tell tell Something's folks about going on. You, you told an interesting story last night about Uh-oh. Matthew's teacher that teaches science and social studies. Oh, and I was going to, you know, that's so funny because I was going to say that when we were talking about finding our purpose, you know, like not knowing what, and do we have to know right now? And, you know, when we open this Full episode, circle, babe. Full we, circle. Because I was going to say this, but you cut me off and I was like, oh, I'll add it. And then I forgot or we got distracted, whatever. So Matthew has the same teacher this year for science and social studies. Um, and I absolutely love her. I really do. She's really on top of it. She's really um, about teaching the kids um, how to learn, how to study, how you know, and and to retain this information that I don't remember anything from the eighth grade, really. Mm-hmm. Um, my boyfriend. That was it. <laughs> I don't remember anything they taught me, but. Um, I really like her. So when we went for the curriculum night, which is where you meet all the teachers and um, they kind of go over the, they kind of go over the syllabus for their class and what's expected and all that stuff. And um, it's the first year that any of our kids, um, Megan didn't have her. So it's the first time I'm meeting her. And she says, you know, First off, this is her fourth career. I'm pretty sure it's fourth. And I don't remember what she said her first one was. But then she was, um, so she she went to school, she got her degree, she got out, she started doing something in that field, whatever that was. Right. <clears throat> and then um, she was, she worked in a research lab. She's like, I teach science, but I was an actual scientist. Like I worked in a lab. I did this stuff. Um, so she she got her degree, got a job and started working in her career, went back to school, got another degree um, and was working as, as a scientist in a research lab, went back to school, got another degree, worked as I think I think an architect. I'm not exactly so I don't remember what they all were. But she said, but now here I am in this stage of life, finally doing what I wanted to do when I grow when I grew up. And I just I love that because our kids have had teachers in the past that are teaching to have a job. Mm-hmm. They're just doing it to do it. But she's one of those people who's doing it because she loves it, because it's what she's called to do. And I love that. And so I don't know because the first three careers seem so much more glamorous than being a teacher. I'm not, and and I'm not making fun. I mean, I I have high respect for the people that choose to teach our kids. I well, some of them, but, <laughs> some of them. <laughs> but um, when you're teaching the second Ravenscraft and you still don't know my last name, there's a problem, or you're disrespectful and calling me the wrong name on purpose. I'm just gonna say okay. Again, probably should have filtered, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, so I just, I just love that this is what, this is what she's, she's called to do, and that she's doing it, and she does it well. Mm-hmm. She does it well, and um, 
yesterday for, for you would be so impressed with her with her website that she's set up yeah um at any time we can log on to her website and we can see what they're doing there are links to the papers if he loses his you know worksheet or whatever um the whole lab they did a lab that he missed this week um the whole lab was online we actually didn't get around to doing it so we'll do it either tonight or this weekend to get caught up on it but um and then yesterday he missed their test for social studies and um she sends me an email where i sent them i sent his teachers an email say he's actually he's going to be out again today if you could just send me what he needs to do um we'll get it you know we'll get it done and she says today they did their social studies test if he did his study guide i'll send you the test and you can give it to him at home so she emailed me the test. I printed it out. He took the test and he took it into her today. Nice. And so he didn't miss because being absent for three days, you can get really behind. Oh, yeah. Really behind. And so he's not not everything got finished, but. Um, but he's not as behind as he would have been. Right. So awesome. we didn't get to everything. Like the movie that wasn't on Netflix. <laughs> right. Yes. So. But um, I love her. I love her. And she's doing what she's supposed to be doing. And she knows it. And she's good at it. Awesome. Yes. So anything else that you have that you can think of for this week's episode of Family from the Heart? I don't know. I don't know. Like the world, so much is going on. We still have not put our old home on the market. Uh, but I'm calling her on Monday. Yeah. I'm I'm calling her on Monday. Sink or swim, it's got to go. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that um, the I think the only thing you're you're it, lo, let's talk about what has to be done. So you're gonna call the uh, I'm gonna call the garbage people when we're done. Yeah. The the waste people. You're gonna d- schedule one more large pickup, and you're gonna have them pick up that can that we were yep. that we're paying monthly for, so that they can take that back. So that will take care of that. That'll be do that. Uh, you're replacing a bunch of light bulbs. I am. Um, I have to take my shoes off to do that. Just see, I'm wearing my big shoes today. Oh, nice! Don't forget to take the ladder. Okay. So that you have that. Uh, let's see here. What else? Oh, we have. You're gonna go to the electric or to the uh, hardware, hardware store, store and buy four new electric outlet plugs and covers for them and covers for them and some light switches. Yep. Uh, that's because when you painted the girls' room, uh, the girls painted over the light. Yep. So they did that. Okay. Yes, they did. They decided to paint the electrical outlets but as yeah. well. Well, you know, when Megan was four, she was pretty sure she was going to live there her whole life. Exactly. So um, we're going to replace those electrical outlets, or I will replace those electrical outlets. Um, and that, I mean, that's pretty much it. I, I mean. Yeah, I mean, we have a list of the things. There's, there's light bulbs that need to be replaced, which I'm going to go buy and go put in um, after lunch today. Um, you're going to do the plugs this weekend and a garbage run. I really, yeah. I think that's it. You're going to fix the peeled off piece on the counter. Yeah, I'm going to do a little tiny and, pick, um, fix, uh, on the Formica. See, it's ready. It's it, ready. It's so ready. It's got to go. Yeah. And yeah, so Monday it'll be on the market. It will. There you go. So if you want that house and all that history, <laughs> don't buy it because then Cliff will feel funny about it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> People are living in my house. That's why you haven't sold it yet, isn't it? Maybe. People are going to live in our house. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Megan says that's weird. What? That the people, people are going to li- live there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's weird that people are going to live there. I just think it'd be weird if somebody who is really close to us lived there. Right. That would be weird. Like, you know, f- people that we would go and visit. Right. I know. So, that would be weird. That would be weird. I agree. Anyway, so. But I would love for, I would love for a family with small kids to buy that house because it was good to our family. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I have our airline tickets for November. Sweet. You were supposed to text me those dates. Um, you're yeah. also text me. You're also supposed to text me the October dates when you're going yeah, to Colorado I, in October. I'm still work. I have not yet booked that, but I will. Okay. And so, and we need to, we need to do our hotel for Disney and book our tickets for Disney. And, um, yeah, we'll do all that tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Excellent. So that's really, that's, that's what's going on in our, in our lives since last week. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun stuff. Lots of fun stuff. And, um, I, I mean, this weekend, I, other than getting things done at the at the old house. Well, I, I think my mom's supposed to come over and help me with my office. That's good. So, um, but now I'm kind of are thinking. Are you going to go to IKEA and get your well, stuff? That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to have to go get that stuff if I'm going to work through that office. How much is that going to be? I don't know. You should sit down and I know. write it all out and make a budget. And I know. Let's talk about it and get it yep. approved and get you over there. So, yep. You have an office that looks good when it's done. I know. I was thinking about that stuff that's in your office that's going to come out of there. Which and, stuff is that? Uh, is that I don't the, know. The the mixers or? Yeah. Well, anything. Well, I don't think there's any mixers in there. There's boxes that have. Right. They're not mixers. They're, they're um, equipment racks. Yes. That's what I meant. Yeah. Those. Like I meant like to hold a mixer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's where my mind was. Those going. can come down here in my office. I know they can. I'm going to put them right in the middle of your floor because actually, that's that where be, you left them in that, my office. That would be a great place for them, actually. <laughs> so if you put them there, that would be wonderful. Uh, no, 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 no. You're going to put them there. <laughs> Is that what's going to happen? Yes. I've asked you to move them more than one time. All right. So, yeah. And and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure out. But um, where do they go? What are they for? What? The equipment racks. Like, are they for you or... No. Well, one of them could be for me. Okay. Uh, Actually, one of them might be for me. Let me see. Let me look behind me. Okay. And then the light bulbs, I guess we'll just put under the stairs. There's a very real possibility that I might put a four unit rack right behind me here. Okay. Did you hear me? Nope. (laughs) The light bulbs, I'll just put under the stairs. Ah, the light bulbs. Or do you want me to fill up a shelf in the workout room closet with light bulbs? You know, when are you going to do this? This weekend. Okay. I'll be here this weekend. So we'll figure it out then. Mm. So I can just say, hey, this box is in the hallway. Come do something about it. Yeah. Or I'll put it right above the stairs where you'll trip over it when you come up. Please don't do that. No, that would be fun. I'd enjoy that. All right. (laughs) Let me, uh, let me pull our music up here. Okay. That, my friend, signals the near the end of the show. We have two minutes and did you know that that... This sound clip is two minutes and eight seconds in length. Eight seconds, huh? Yeah, I don't know what, why it's an odd number like that. Because that's what sounded right. Think so? Probably. Probably. Yep. Anyway, so... I need, um, if I go buy um, an iTunes gift card and bring it to you, 
will you pre-order the One Direction album for me? Yeah. Thank you. What? Nothing. Isn't it going to be on Beats? It doesn't matter. Okay. I have a One Direction playlist on my iPod. I know. I'm going to add the new album to it. That's cool. Yeah, just uh, bring it and we'll add it to the iTunes there are, account. There are, a couple, there are a couple artists that I will actually go buy that... That's cool. I want to do that. We can do that, baby. Alrighty. Well, folks, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart. We My will be back. My stomach is crumbling so bad. Are we, where are we going to eat for lunch? I don't know, but I'm really hungry. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. If you want to join us live, you can. Any Thursdays, right around 10 a.m. Give <laughs> or take. Eastern time. Usually take. Over at gspn.tv slash live. Oh, you know what? We have 37 seconds. Real quickly, if you guys are out there listening to us right now, you might have your cell phone with you. Where are you? Do us a favor. Take a selfie of of where you are listening to the podcast and post it on Twitter with the hashtag gspnselfie. (laughs) What do you think? I think your daughter told you you're not allowed to take selfies, so therefore I'm not sure you should be asking for them either. All right. Until next time, we encourage you to live your life on purpose. Podcast. Add some man.